Greetings. Denise made us do this podcast with myself, Ace, alongside Lex, reclaiming Black Boy Joy one podcast at a time. Yeah, so bruv. How was it? <laughs> Lit. Yeah. <laughs> Kano Royal Albert Hall. Lit. Uh, what can I say, man? Packed. 5,000 and a half people, I think it was. Ramo. Like, it was literally for the children of Grime, bruv. Everyone there, there was no young people there. Like, as in, like, people under the age of 25, let's say. Yeah. Everyone was grown. Like, it was It was for the adults. It's like, it, it, the people I went with, I went with my boy and um, one of my other brethren. And, like, we were sitting down, they have a restaurant in there, and we were drinking wine and shit, and we're just like, bruv, this is it. Grime has grown up. Like, this is where grime is supposed to be we're supposed to be in establishments like the Royal Albert Hall and stuff like that like that's our place was that in your this. first gig in that that was my first the first time going to Royal Albert Hall yeah. you know, I've never been there myself yeah never it's never been obviously for the you know the history of it whatever like I, I appreciate that even though it was probably built on the back of slave money but that's another story um, <laughs> that's another that's another quick, story quick <laughs> that's another story we'll be getting that soundboard <laughs> But lit though, man. Honestly, like it was so so lit. Like, yeah, lit. You forget how, like how integral Kano is to the culture as well. Yeah. Like him, Wretch, and Gets. I think are sitting in their own category in terms of like legends in this UK. In terms of their contribution, yeah, like what they've con- done. Because the lyricism from all three of them is just yeah. mad, like mad. They're up there for me with Pusha T and all them lot, like. In the Jay, way that they, them they, like, yeah, yeah, yeah they, like their bars are, their, bars, they in. their content is just so on point. But yeah, no, honestly, bro, cold, cold. What was the last Kano song that you really remember, like that got you? Well, the main Kano song for me is Ghetto Coyote. Yeah, that that yeah. that that tune is the probably one of the main songs I know about for bar. So just in general as well, that's not even just like out of all of Kano's discography. Discography is more just in general. That's yeah. my Kale <laughs> no. Coyote is definitely my. Yeah, he didn't yeah. do that one still. I don't think he did. I think they. I think that one is not really like a main, like nah, a main catalog kind of song, but it definitely hit. And uh, P's and Q's, obviously P's that classic Q's. there. P's and Q's. P's and Q's went um, off, bro. Brown eyes. Brown eyes. He didn't do brown eyes. That, 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 that one's a banger. Yeah, we were saying that yeah. he didn't do brown eyes. He just he got such a range of decent, of good songs. I mean, brown eyes, yeah. And I'd love to, obviously, if we ever get to speak to Kano, I'd love to ask him myself, yeah. Like, as much as I do like that song, I reckon that was a song that the the, the industry told him to Made make. him do. As, okay. as in, like, oh, bro, you know what, you're popping off now, this is a bit more commercial, do this. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, fair enough. Everyone everyone, everyone in the music industry has done it, and it's, you know... Kind of our first brown skin girl, if you think about it. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'll, I'll give you that, I'll give you that, I'll give you that, I'll give you that. Um, yeah. Lit, but um, he did it. No, he didn't do brown eyes. He did. He did. Obviously, he did the uh, uh, P's and Q's. He did the uh, Club of Deja. That's on the new album, Hoodies All Summer, and that's what I really want to get onto, bro. Yeah, Hoodies All Summer for me. I've not heard it. Oh, bro, you have to listen to it. Yeah, for me, twenty nineteen, best album of twenty nineteen. Like, yeah, hands down. From here, from abroad, second. After that album, will have to be uh, Burner Boy's African Giant for me. Yeah, yeah. But Hoodies All Summer is is straight thriller, no filler. <laughs> Ten tracks, Jeez. all cold. Yeah, yeah. One one uh, one um, skit kind of 
track, track. Yeah, but yeah. cold like all, all just lyricism beautifully arranged like oh man honestly that's why it had to be the Royal Albert Hall because he had like a like a, a eight string it wasn't a quartet but like an eight string like a band like, yeah, like yeah. orchestra set then he had a still still pan band then he had these young black brothers playing I don't know what this instrument <laughs> the Vuvuzela or something like yeah, that yeah. mad like <laughs> oh, it was so cold man it was so <laughs> cold but yeah definitely Kane was an institution bro. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't be or anything like that he's too multi-talented like even in his recent feature in Top Boy which we're going to touch it's another story but it's a story that yeah. will come and he's definitely he's definitely a goal that should be yeah. <laughs> it's just like become immortalised in our culture at this point like selling out the Royal Albert Hall is a statement. statement and then the crowd as well being such a loyal crowd a loyal yeah. following not as you mentioned it's not like he's just got new age fans no. turning up he's got people that have been <laughs> born to this era coming now 20 years later Pease and Hughes <laughs> came out in t- 2004 bro that's to put it in context 2004 that's wow. when it's a classic that's 15 15 years <laughs> 15, bro like what yeah. I was like, like it was, I was it's still fresh view. now. It's if it came fresh. out now, if it came out now, it'll be, it'll be charting for sure, for like, sure, for think, sure. Just think about the phone I was using, or the phones we were using back then. Like I was using what a Nokia Lemon, another Lemon from older than that. Like to listen to that song back in the day. Like, yeah. like obviously now we got Spotify, and that, so music. Yeah, so exactly. But back then, like to get those songs, one boy was sent to another, then sent to another. Like, you have to get oh, the plug. Man. You have to you be patterned as well. And if you weren't in, you would not even be getting exactly. those tunes. Like, right, nah, I haven't even got that for you still, bro. So what do you actually think? When you sit down and think about it, yeah, yeah, man, Grimes come so far, man. I'm just happy I grew up in that era. Like it's come so far. They had Heartless Crew there as well. Oh, nice. Hotel yeah. Heartless, Bush King. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I can never remember the other youth man, but Hotel Bush King because them all yeah, them them, them and did some throwbacks as well. Um, Koji Radical opened for them. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which awesome. was cool. Which was cool. But yeah, man. Kano. Yeah, obviously I went there, so I haven't got much to input, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> to no. input on that. Oh, that one. Ooh, like still, yeah. Hoodies all summer. Excellent album. If that doesn't get nominated for a Brit Award, I'll be shocked. Like I will be shocked for particularly for album of the year. Like, <laughs> that, that has to strong, be. Yeah, well, yeah. It has to be. It is probably the best album to come out of the UK. Well, how's it doing in the like the charts and that? That's the thing. This is the thing, though, bro. You see the charts and stuff. It's it's not it's not the best way to measure. I think he did okay. I don't think he did amazingly well. In terms of like, it wasn't like a, a commercial success, I would say. But for Kano, I think he hit the numbers he expected it to hit. Like yeah. his loyal fans bought it. Then uh, you know, obviously, I'm sure he got probably got a lot. Of, and like, the industry's changed because of streaming. It's weird now. I don't even know how it works. Like, because of streaming, it's like obviously someone like me has probably streamed the album over a hundred times since I've had it. Yeah. So like, it's, it, it that works always towards his like his it's like his yeah yeah yeah. So it's all a bit different now, but. um but yeah, like it's doing very well. The fact he could sell out Royal Albert Hall, even though okay, fair enough, it's a five and a half thousand seat um, uh, arena or whatever you want to call it. Uh, he's doing another tour next year, and he's doing Drum Sheds, which is a new venue, and I feel like a ten thousand seater. So, in terms of capacity wise, he can definitely do more than that. They definitely do more than the five thousand. But I think it's the whole prestige with the whole. The fact there's a Royal Albert Hall, like Michael Jackson's performed there, like, yeah, I mean, like, it's mad. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a statement. It's a statement, man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. But Topway, I think he's definitely got a new. That's even a different yeah. type of statement as well. Different. <laughs> different. 
Yeah, yeah, watch all, all yeah I've watched it all now, finally. I know I took ages to watch yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I took ages to watch it. Last time last time we were here, I hadn't watched it then, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I've think? seen it all. Uh, yeah, it's it's so sick, man. It's so alive. Yeah, yeah, therefore, therefore. Like, the way that the character portrayal was there was great. I feel like the character development was yeah. even more awesome. Yeah. Like, I would quickly cram watched it from the original series as well, where it was just based on Summer House. And then just seeing the fact that the dialogue has changed, the growth, like you can see the investment has really been made into the, this, this, this latest series. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it was phenomenal, man. 10 episodes binged easily, yeah, easy, smashed easy. it out. Smashed I think they, did, they missed the trick not releasing them one uh, one every week. Though. Yeah, yeah. Everyone watch it together kind of vibe. You know, like yeah, when we yeah. all come together, we're watching it and everyone's commentating on it. Exactly. That was yeah. lit. That free but, marketing. Yeah, that free marketing. <laughs> but same way, it was still lit. Um, one thing I've, 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 I've like I said, it's it is great because it's like it's raw and it's gritty and it's like it's London. Like that's why I fuck with it. It's proper, yeah. it's London. Um, but the criticism I've seen about it, and which I I thought and which I I was anticipating will happen, is um, I don't know if you know this woman, a woman called London Hughes. No, I'm not. She's a comedian, black woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I haven't seen her much, but I, I've seen I've seen her in something, but I haven't seen her much. But um, she commented saying that oh, she feels that obviously Top Boy gives one a negative stereotype of you know the black experience in Britain, particularly in like London, and also is like the only experience that they they seem to show on like you know prime time television and stuff like that is the whole gang violence and stuff like that. And like, you know, obviously people going back and forth discussing it and all this kind of stuff. I kept my eye on it. And I could definitely, you know, I see what she's saying, but at the same time I think it's it's uh it's uh, a double edged sword. Yeah. Because obviously we want we want the content out there. And that's and, and then they, this is real life content. It's not like this is a far fetched story. This is they're, they're, it's not too far away from it's, home. It's not too and far away from yeah, home. Yeah, it's not too and far the thing's shot down the road yeah, from us. Yeah. So it's not too far <laughs> away from home. Like, you know, there's men that live this life and girls that live this life day in, day out. And obviously, it makes... And, and what I was going back to as well was like, if that's the case, then what? Italian-Americans will complain that, oh, all they ever show is the, ma- the, mafia. the mafia story like, and this kind of stuff. Like, it is yeah. what it is. Like, it's mm-hmm. just... A, it's, it's a narrative. Mm-hmm. And obviously, from what I understand, obviously, she's a young black woman in the industry. So I'm sure she's going to create other shows or she's hopefully in the process of creating shows that will show another narrative. Different narrative that, will, like, that you know, will hope to get have light on as well, depending so. on the execution. Exactly. And at the end of the day, it was well executed. Was, and I think that's what the key is. It's not necessarily that it does portray a negative side of London. It does. Yeah. There is a negative side of London. Yeah. Like, these truths may be reported in news and whatnot, and it, it might be in mainstream media, consumed this way, but this top way gives us a chance to have it be portrayed in a way that's more accurate to the realities and the experiences of what like real people are going through yeah. so now there's going to be a, a better understanding of it it might be a negative understanding but it's still a more of a true understanding of the negative situation yeah. that people are going through and they make good references as well they do they make good political references like, I, mean, so. I, like, I like the the the, the, the like Dig at gentrification that they done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when uh, the Shane came out from Jamaica to get the, the coffee, and then like he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like to my man, 
hey, can I get a coffee, please? Yeah. Like, uh, and the guy's doing all this nonsense, all this jazz. I'm thinking, like, I, I was even getting pissed. I was like, bro, <laughs> this, this, it annoys me because, like, this shit's happening down my road. Like, I'm seeing these coffee shops pop up. Exactly. Doing yeah. nonsense. Like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, how much is the coffee? I think it's like four pounds or whatever. I love the show they made out of it. Yeah, as well, like, measuring it. And he's like, the guy was like, oh, there's queues, like, outside the door. And he's like, it's so true. Like, <laughs> this stuff is just so annoying. So I like that. I like that. I like that. Dick, they had that um, gentrification because yeah. really? I mean, if, if you, you can't be a Londoner and not discuss gentrification, particularly if you're from social economic backgrounds. Yeah. Now you know, not not we're not we're not awash with money to be able to like cop these. Keep up with yeah, that kind with of like the life, pace yeah. of the living spending that has been increasing in a rapid exactly. rate. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. Dig. Um, I, I guess like it shows that it's happening because now the high streets are dying. Yeah, like yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. I feel like gentrification was just like it didn't consider anyone to be honest. No. All it considered was the 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 will, yeah. <laughs> the will to just keep going, keeping that money machine Literally. going. But now, even though all the even the shops that were banging, like, oh, just dying and dying out, it's just dead. But anyway, that's another story. That's yeah, that's yeah, another yeah, story. Yeah. But so like another political kind of or another like nice narrative that they put in that I think kind of went and slipped over a lot of people's heads yeah. it ever slipped over my head until one of my mates mentioned it yeah it's like the scene with Odie and the police yeah. oh yeah 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 Odie Dave who yeah. was a banging actor yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. he that blew my mind like yeah, the way yeah. that he portrayed like, he was Odie good. was, he was good. crazy I'm sure everyone felt like this character was menacing yeah he was unusually menacing because of his positive Daily nature as well <laughs> Crazy stand up. Come on. Hey, uh, you know, his presence was just always so terrifying and yeah, he portrayed yeah, yeah. it very well. It was kind of like a, a breath of fresh air when yeah. that situation happened. And I feel like because of that, it kind of went under the eyes of the viewer in that this thing happened. So just before he dies, he's in a car, his eyes hurting him, he's coming back from the doctors, he has he has the gun. Yeah. He puts his gun underneath the seat. Yeah. So he's sitting on his gun. And then the police stop him, armed police stop him, and they would kind of, you know, stand him up. So his hands now are up in the air on the steering wheel, doing whatever he's doing, he's going, fuck, 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 fuck. And then through the movements, they shot him and killed him. Yeah. Although he had the gun, yeah. he was actually unarmed. Okay. Yeah, so technically, they killed an unarmed black man, the police, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I see what you're yeah. saying. I see what you're Do saying. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's yeah. like, it's like, obviously, that went in so naturally, kind of like, it almost went in like, undiscussed because it's like, yeah. kind of like, such a norm that even, it's not convincing. Me yeah, saying no, it, it's I, not I, even convincing. Yeah, I, 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 you I, I know? got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really <laughs> think about that. I just thought, yeah. yeah, this, you know. No, it spun me when I yeah, heard it as well. Yeah, I was yeah, like, wow, yeah. oh, but realistically, that did happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel you what you're saying. Because I, I just saw it as, you know, guy breaks out of prison, he has a gun. He's, you know, he seems like he should be shot. Yeah, you know. So, I, mean? I, I don't really think so. so it shows how it. those decisions can actually be made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. even the way that it, we kind of like justify it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Win, man. That's why that shows excellent. It's phenomenal. The writers, you have to yeah, honestly, yeah. like. You know, it's written by some like white Scottish guy. Oh, is it? Yeah, like you <laughs> think it's like young yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, the, the the concept of the show was by some white Scottish guy. I'll get his name later, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scottish guy. And he, you know, came to the BBC with it, not BBC, uh, Channel 4 with it, I think. And then, uh, was Channel 4? Yeah, Channel 4. And then, yeah, and they've done, obviously, the four episodes and the four episodes, two seasons. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. With Channel 4? I, I think it was BBC. BBC. No, no, Channel 4. Channel okay. 4. Channel 4. And, um, 
Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah that, that's how that's how that's the guy who wrote it. So I feel that's that what that's what makes it more interesting that it's not it's not even written by someone that's within the culture. But at the same time, it doesn't it shows that there's no limits to you know creativity. Yeah. You know, why can't a young black brother from you know Dawson write a story about I don't know Glasgow gangs or football, know, football, 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 yeah, football, football yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it just shows that you know you, you could do whatever whatever's in your mind you can create. So yeah. So what, did the person that wrote it have any experience of London? Well, from oh. what, from my understanding, I don't think I think he might have lived in London. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I I don't think you know. But this what, this is the thing though. This is the thing. What I really liked about it, it showed that the upper echelons of London society. So you know, your your bankers and your your even your your royals and all that kind of stuff. They're all linked to the bottom of like London society. Yeah, as well. yeah. They're all linked to the drug so trade. So kind of showed that kind of like English kind of stock kind of theme when they do yeah. those, those kind of crime films, yes. so just like Peaky Blinders and all. Yeah, yeah. It showed yeah. that the, like the fact that they were picking up from this white woman that had, runs an antique shop and all this kind of stuff, like. It's all it's all interlocked. Big, like, yeah. yeah, that's the only way it can come to me. It's all like. interlocked. Like, you think I always say I always have this argument with people that you think yeah, police officers are working tirelessly to get drug dealers off the street. It's part of the 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 the, the, the cycle the of London. It's yeah, just part of it. Part of the wheel. It's, it's part, part of it. The wheel. The it's, money wheel. It's crazy. Like somehow it's got to spin. Like the, the biggest financial institutions we have in this country are, are washed with coke in every day. Like you think the people aren't coming in charged up? Now that's almost a conspiracy. If it wasn't for the fact that there was like tons of coke found on that. Well, <laughs> that what was shipment. it? Is it JP Morgan? JP Morgan. Yeah. And we've all kept quiet about it. Yeah. Like, it don't make no sense. Let's just let that slide. Let's let us let that slide. You know, I'm Bro, trying to leave. It don't make no sense. <laughs> It don't make you no know. sense, man. So like, yeah, I yeah. just, I just, yeah, it's it's definitely um something that I've always, I've always just known another thing that's well written. Another, yeah. another, you know, good point about the show, really. Yeah, and how it, it impacts. You know, boys growing up in council estates are walking into you know five million pound properties to pick up drugs to go back to sell in their council estates. Like it's 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 just the will of London. Like it's it's fucked, but. It is what London is, and that's that's what makes London a very unique city in that sense, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see how they'll develop it. I'm hoping that they'll go through a route where, like, since now they've kind of reclaimed their their throne and yeah. they seem untouchable. Instead of going about it just in a way where so another person's coming from them, like that internal battle of also like having that PTSD. Yeah. Growing up there, they've all had traumatic experiences. Like, yeah. obviously, like. Kano's character had to Sully had to exact his revenge. The way he was grieving was a certain way. The way that they showed that was quite yeah. well. We don't still they the way that they showed Driss suffering from yeah. that having a stroke. That was so good. that kind of like normal experience of seeing that yeah he's had a stroke. He is still a medical victim, but he the way he lives his livelihood and earns his living still has to kind of cater for that. And it's like yeah. you know. I it's think the, they, both of mm-hmm. them did good jobs as acting as well. Like mm-hmm. Kano was cold. Like mm-hmm. Kano and Sally was cold. That scene where he's on the train coming back from um, uh, the fire. Yeah. Oh man, that was cold. Like he didn't say a word, but he's just mm-hmm. there. And I, I like the way that he. They did express his PTSD in that way when he was yeah. like, "I still smell the smoke." Yeah. I still smell the smoke. Like he's like, don't know how much he washes it. He still smells the smoke. Yeah. Like, like those kind of things can't be slept on at all. Yeah. Like. The immigration side of it as well. Cold. I'm happy. Like they wheeled that in really nicely. Like mm-hmm. this, like they really just put that in all nice. Like 
I guess because they had they had one they have ten they had ten episodes so they had more range to do stuff and squeeze in all these like stories and uh, you know these subplots and stuff. Yeah. Whereas obviously when it, before it was only four episodes, so I guess you have to be straight to the point. And I think they might have more creative control being with Netflix as well. Yeah. Obviously Netflix being you know Netflix yeah being yeah. this powerful company. So I'm, I'm assuming that's... The Twitter of... Um, like the Twitter, Instagram of... Yeah, pretty much. Of, of series and shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Netflix, if you know Netflix, is it really... Is it really... Has it really been made? Like, yeah. I know there's Amazon Prime in that, but... Still, yeah. Know, yeah, <laughs> It just don't make sense. But yeah, man. Um, what, what, what else was I going to say? But following on from that, actually, I was uh, reading about Ashadi and like Ashadi's like experiences the last couple of years and that. Ashadi, yeah. I don't want to call him. I think calling him like the road man of acting is 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 Deibatry. Yeah, it's, it's belittling it what he, he is. Like one, he's a, he's a top actor. Like this guy's been acting for God knows like twenty thirty years. Yeah, he's, been, like that. he's been going strong. Like he he showed a way. He showed a like a diverse yeah. diversifying from music into yeah. acting. He's one of the early ones. I think he's yeah. If, if yeah. not the like the first. It was shocking when yeah. we saw him in Get Rich. Yeah. I still remember the discussions like back in school when everyone watched got Get Rich or Die Trying on the yeah. pirate DVD copy. Yeah. They're like, yo, I should these in that. I should these in that. 50. Like, what? Everyone was gassed. It's I think touching. That was inspirational. It's inspirational. inspirational. It is inspirational. Everyone was gassed. So I think he probably, if you weren't the first one, he's definitely one of the first. You know, uh, you know I think as well, yeah. I think that, yeah, in our everyday life, we take for granted having these kind of inspirations yeah. in our in our in, in our face in our in our consumption yeah. in our media consumption in our daily outlook things that we can reference and talk about and see to like it gives you joy like this kind of thing is like if me being able to discuss like what inspires what has inspired me growing up yeah. and then getting to see out certain things on show knowing that I've come from that and moving up it gives me inspiration and reminds me like of where I've come from not to even like be so hard on myself like yeah. those surviving those environments we saw it being portrayed well with Jamie's brother Aaron like he yeah. either way he still got caught up in that and it still loses them something and then again we thought with Duchesne's older brother as well him yeah. saying how he lost his wife all the pain the yeah. skin grafting talking about that recovery how he has to go for so many you know understanding the victims of it as well as the people the perpetrators and the fact that the perpetrators always have victims yeah all the perpetrators yeah. cr- create victims in their immediate life like, it's like a ripple effect yeah isn't it? you it know affects, yeah. like being able to actually see that and being able to decode that and to have a chance to experience that on screen instead of in reality yeah. as a preventative measure from how negative it is mate i think it definitely does that job as well i agree i think it definitely does that job i think that i'm less likely if i was a kid like I wouldn't really as I don't think it, it inspires. I don't think it's an inspiring no, kind no, of <laughs> kind of situation. Most, most of the scenes when they're in the trap, it makes bro. If anyone watched that, if any like fourteen year old kid watched that, I said, "Oh my god, that looks so that, lit." They're a dumbass, man, yeah. and he deserves to be in prison because, bro. They and I'm happy they 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 made it look like what it is, dirty, mm-hmm. nasty, mm-hmm. like. You're waking man up at like five AM. You go like this shot. Oh, I'm sleeping, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like bro, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and some and some dirty pillows and dirty mm-hmm. mattresses in the trap house with nitties dead. And the way they filmed it, yeah, just thinking when they think they're gonna get be nice about it, like, all right, I'll go. Nope, it's another nah. kick. Go get the yeah. Go get the <laughs> go go pick that. It up. Get it. That's what, that's, that's what I loved about it as well. Mm-hmm. They made it. 
they they, they the showed experience. the hard, yeah, they yeah, showed the the harsh realities of the experience. Of it. Like, yeah, I mean, they showed yeah. the harsh realities of it. So that's what I'm saying. But this is the thing. That's what. That's why. Um. Uh, because since that, and since Kano dropped obviously um Hoodies All Summer, um. He was on I think ITV. I don't know if it was Jon Snow or who, someone. But uh, he was discussing obviously the, the, and this this is beginning to piss me off now that all these media outlets ask black artists but that knife come crime. from but knife crime yeah. knife crime knife mm-hmm. crime mm-hmm. like fuck off Kano's been an artist for almost 20 mm-hmm. years now mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like, like it's, jarring. it's jarring talk about the artistry it's it's jarring, he deserves man. way more come than on, to having to be a commentator on knife crime than like it's you annoying. know like, my thing is like what I'm what, you know and I've I've, I've I've fully backed this stance here you can't ban the music like you can't you can't ban art and that's what Kano said is you can't mm-hmm. you can't you can't control art like if these are, if this is what the kids are making they're making stories about their reality mm-hmm. and my my whole thing is just the, the economic opportunities for these kids and the fact that you could be in your block one day you know making a track saying yeah man done this and that and then you you go viral the next day, mm-hmm. and then what? The, a month later, you're doing shows and shit. Mm-hmm. And you're making money, mm-hmm. legit, mm-hmm. bro. I don't mm-hmm. care. I don't mm-hmm. care what the content is. Mm-hmm. They're making money. Yeah, yeah. And that's the economic opportunity. The content is the expression that there's music has always been in this way. Like this ain't new, and this whole it's a scapegoat once it again. A it's a scapegoat for austerity. It's yeah. a scapegoat for cutting public sp- spending, and it's a scapegoat for social mobility for people 100%. that who who's funding has been cut 100%. Like, they've got no opportunity which is why they're in the block on the block if they had that fund in the first place they could have been in the studio making different types of music but this is the reality which is why it even relates and resonates so much 100 and you and i think about this a lot this week here the reason why it's music why a lot of you know young disenfranchised to normally from you know ethnic minority background men and women make music obviously about their about their experiences but why it also blows and how they can make income from it is that music is probably one of the only art forms where it's not so heavily regulated and being protected by like you know old white bodies and, yeah, yeah and like, licenses literally because like, now it's so easily consumable exactly that you could buy a beat mm-hmm. put it on spotify mm-hmm. boom you or go to grab holla posty I don't know how much it is to get on, on Grime Daily. Mm-hmm. If it goes viral on Grime Daily, you get your plaque, you're, you're a star. Yeah. Whereas other mediums like, I don't know, literature, film, all that kind of stuff, it's so heavily regulated. Yeah. Like, bro, to get a film produced in this country is, one, is, is difficult. Obviously, man, them can do it if they really mm-hmm. wanted to. They could do it. But, like, let's say you want, like, you've, you've written a film, whatever, and you want it to be, you know, you want to get into cinemas and Just the like structure that. and the foundation oh. that you need to be able to write a story the is first, different from what you need to write the music. The first face mm-hmm. of the person you see does it look like you? And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're, you're knocked back. Oh, I don't know if there's a content that we want to show in our cinemas. Or you write a book. Oh, like, you know. I, it gets uh, even deeper than that. Like, it gets deeper into the way that there's not really that luxury and leisure of having early exposure and experience to even writing the content. Then, again, that kind of economic backing to sustaining yourself while you write the content. Yeah. To then even that, um, like, that kind of, like you said, um, and the music, money comes, the music money comes like, in a lot faster as well. Yeah, you know I'm trying to say. Yeah. So even having that, being able to have that connection with the person that then has this final signature isn't there as well. So yeah. obviously, it's like it makes a it makes a difference the experience 100%. that they're gonna um, that young younger kids from the social backgrounds that are being portrayed in from 
the, these musics that I've been trying to associate with knife crime and yeah. the rise of knife crime, like they wouldn't be able to have that access essentially, you yeah. know. So even that now, it's like, by design essentially. Yeah. That's what I'm, like my whole point is that it's by design of this system that is in place now. So they need to make the music. They can't do the literature. They can't do the cinema now so easily. It takes such is, a bro, great effort. No, I get that. No, I get that you too. Know. But my that dynasty, that's 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 what I'm I'm trying to say. I feel like where all that scene or the scene sells themselves short in that sense. Where like, bro, I know for a fact, whoever I don't know, Big Shanker from South somewhere, who's making trap songs and or drill songs, whatever, and he's blowing. He could probably write a, a, a play if he really wanted to. Yeah. Why not? It's, mm-hmm. a, it's the same sort of. Thinking. Of, of, of thinking and same yeah. sort of artistry in his mind but if he just needs, he just knows oh bro when am I going to start seeing money from that play you know what I mean so it's like the music makes more sense because bro he can write a song in that or an hour buy a beat offline post that on Spotify and watch the streams come in or post um, make a, and then make a video a three minute video within an hour as well Post that on YouTube and watch the streams coming and watch the the views coming. Yeah, so like yeah. it's easy, like it's an easy, easy to, yeah, easy easy to, easy to thing to do. But yeah. obviously, once the money starts coming in, then he can start thinking about other things. Like, oh shit, well I could do that. Well, let me let me do this now. And, and you, I've seen it in and I've I've looked at certain draw artists and their 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 rollout. They do the music. Okay, some of them sign. I don't think you have to sign nowadays. Yeah. But I guess it is easier to do certain things when you do sign and. I can see the benefits of signing because you get that like support, yeah. the management, and I, I the see. expertise, and, the mentorship. And, and I'm still fifty fifty on it. I'm still fifty fifty on the whole signing thing. But but at the end of the day, someone's giving you a hundred bags, and you've never seen a hundred bags in your life. I, I can I can see why you will take it, but that's another story. But um, <laughs> by the same <laughs> by the same time, this, what I'm saying is that the, the, the same guys doing those those three four minute songs talking about this this that, and then the media go crazy over it. Those are the same guys that can do films and they could do books and they could do this and that i think anyone could do it really but if that's what they want to do if this if this is the story they want to convey they can they can convey that story through any medium For it, yeah like, yeah rap man that's why i respect rap man's thing now because you know rap man's been doing those story things for for a while you know yeah and obviously after um shadow story that like, people fuck with it heavy like, i think now the, the scenes moved on for a bit like we wanted something fresh and that made sense and now he's got this movie coming out called blue story I think it's next month or something like that. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm definitely going to go out and see because mm-hmm. I think that money's been put behind it as well. So I want to see how that looks. But um, It's quite exciting times. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's exciting yeah. times with the culture. Like, it's like, and that's going to inspire like these artists. Like, and Ratman Cold as well because he brings some of these like young... New actors. Yeah. Like, Isn't um, the same actor that was in Top Boy in his upcoming sequels or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a blue story. Yeah, yeah. He's a blue story. Yeah, I've seen that. You know, and to, to go back to my earlier point, that like, it does take more effort. It's not that it's undoable. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it takes more effort. So I agree. It slowly, does. it's like that effort combined hasn't re- yet pierced the hole, essentially, that is through the paper. But once it does pierce the hole, like what Ratman is doing, we're going to then see that influx coming in and then yeah. more people being able to become inspired again 100%. from a young earlier generation yeah. you know and that's, that, that is what it is it's a generational transcendence yeah do you get like Ratman's like, like Ratman's a pioneer in this in this what he's in what he's doing mm-hmm. this, you know the storytelling with rap rap storytelling but obviously in, in, in the medium of film which is sick and yeah. I'm telling you a lot more youngers and are going to look at to be it. fair people have are, are trying to do this more as well to yeah. be fair like even if you look at um, <coughs> Crepton Conan's show 
That which what that, the, um, the show to win a rap uh, a, a sign with what, Kate. What is yeah? What is that called again? Um, I'm not too sure of the name, but yeah. I've seen seen quite a few episodes. I, I watched one yeah. episode with uh, I didn't realize there's a black brother from Scotland on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ransom. I fuck with him. Yeah, yeah. He's quite quite dope. I it was a nice experience. You know, yeah. it's good to exposure. I'm I love the way that they drafted people from all over the country yeah, as well and it became yeah, yeah. quite a good a different a variety show yeah. you know and this is it again it's creating content they've like you said they've kind of done something similar where like you said they've gone from using their creativity just to make music they've yeah. now put it together to design in a show with an opportunity at the end of it as well yeah 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 Bring they, get? they get like a contract as yeah so they know. get to sign with um, Play Dirty Records okay yeah yeah so it's that's quite cool. a good opportunity and, that's cool for them and, and they, get the to, they, well. they also get to learn about how to brand themselves they get mentorship they get different challenges where they get to meet different influencers and people in the music mm. industry that can give them advice and then they get to perform at shows as well they get to That's go to cool. one extra and then work with um my man, what is his name? I'm so bad with names. I'm going to work on that. <laughs> nah, that's cool. You that know? sounds cool. And then they get, they get to do one extra, you know, and it was quite good. The only problem I had with it, the show's on bare late at night though, isn't it? But it's, um, it's, not, on, it's not on late, it's online. Oh, is it online? So it's on um, the kind of BBC Three player kind of oh, thing. Oh, is that BBC Three? Yeah, yeah, Because oh, yeah, exactly, when I watch that, I watch yeah. on BBC One. I'm thinking, okay. right, BBC One are taking the piss. Why can't this be on at like <laughs> nine o'clock? Yeah, prime yeah. time, my man at home. Well, like, this is the pilot yeah, for it, you know. So this is, yeah, this, so is this might pick up. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. picks up and then yeah, it, it, yeah. I'm it's, shit hot on this, bro. I'm, I'm yeah. clocking little things. When you really sit down and watch your stuff like that, right, why is my man showing that? At twelve o'clock in the night, when man either sleeping or out, like I can't be on at nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. So yeah, but no, nah, that is cold. No, nah, it is cold. I watched the one episode, one or two episodes. I think it was actually cold. And uh, you can see the development of the people as well. Yeah, and it's done in quite a nice raw way. It's not done in like a cheesy corny. Yeah, no, it's not. Way. Yeah, it's done for a good audience. The audience yeah. that's actually subscribing to this music as well. The one I watched was uh, the one where I had to do little music videos. Oh that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold. Oh, cool, oh, cool, cool. When he went to. Aberdeen. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was cool. No, no, I like that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that, that one was really good as well. But yeah, the whole type crept and really that, 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 that's that's a good show. And, and I think it makes sense that they're doing it. I don't know. I just feel like it makes sense for them to do it. I think it's nice that it's a duo as opposed to like one person with a single opinion yeah. choosing like, who they like and who they don't like. Yeah, what yeah. Can I say? You know, I like that we've touched quite heavily on music today, actually, and it, where most of our kind of driving forces have actually come from musicians. Yeah. And in a way, everyone that we've mentioned has been has been your evidence for the yeah. kind of for the statement you made just 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 now about people that are creative in that rap way being able to transcend and then add it to content and add it to different content and yeah. different media like through Kano, through Ashadi, through Captain Conan, through various other act various other figures as well. So yeah. like obviously it is a powerful tool, which is why they can't keep using music to be degraded to to be dragged in these talks about knife crime, like this agenda that mainstream news has got, is like, is we're tired, we're tired. We're gonna have to get our Don Prince Harry to write a letter in yeah. and get them to change the narrative, <laughs> like they did Facts. with his, like, with, like it did with Meghan, because that is what has to get done. Clearly, we can see that the media's got bias. They're fueling, they're fueling things for their own agenda, yeah. and like, yeah, we need to get some Prince Harry for them, you know, bro. I told write you that letter. Me. Because fam, why are you calling in mm-hmm. Lethal B to come on your TV show to talk about knife crime Knife crime. He's a multi-millionaire. He's a multi-millionaire. Why are you talking to him about this? It's disrespectful. Why are you talking It's not giving anyone a chance to actually be on a, a platform that they deserve that uh, can actually, once again, inspire, lead, 
Do you know what I mean? It and, doesn't make sense. And, and you're right. I think that they should refuse. I think that I they should, should refuse. refuse. And it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Why mm-hmm. don't they talk to Akala about that? Mm-hmm. Akala, Akala's a, a black um, musician, a black rapper. And, he, and, he's, and he's in the movement. And he knows, he's, he's in the, the movement, movement, if anything. He's in the movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you know, know? He, he's, he's discussed publicly that he knows people close to him family that have been stabbed why do you mm-hmm. like yeah, I mean, to be fair Carla has spoken about knife crap but to mm-hmm. be fair he's yeah, gone, that's what he's he gone, does he's gone, this yeah. is what he does but if he's... anything he's the person that should, they shouldn't just be asking artists that aren't that isn't that this isn't their why don't they ask Adele Adele's from Tottenham yeah why don't they ask Adele it's true why not exactly. Exactly. why don't they ask Adele so anyway yeah. why don't they start bringing on H yeah <laughs> I, I don't yeah. think H have to, have to discuss anything about that no. yeah yeah again that's another they'll thing never, they'll never associate that with him no, they'll they never say that they yeah, won't. But... it's true <laughs> or, or Ed Sheeran Ed Sheeran yeah, made, yeah. made songs with bear rappers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. back in the day as well mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. when you know so it's a narrative that they need to stop it's getting boring like you yeah. know like, you know, like that it's agenda. Really, it's, it's getting got, boring we're, we're gonna challenge that you know here yeah. we're not, I don't think I'm gonna like let that narrative play or like let that narrative or sit on that narrative yeah. and allow it to be I think it's definitely worth countering and definitely worth discussing more of these kind of like agendas and how mainstream news mainstream news behave and orchestrate yeah, because one, and I think one and if I'm being honest with you mainstream news mainstream UK British news obviously I think they're having the same thing that's happening in, happen, happened in America with hip hop they're actually shocked at one how popular Music is. Mm-hmm. I, if talk, I, don't, I don't want to call it black music, but you know, music made by black people. So like grime, um, drill, trap, yeah. whatever. Like we created these form, forms of music, but well, we created all forms of music. But these are the main ones right now. Like I think they're surprised. Like, wow, this shit's really popular. Like it's my kids are going to watch this. Like you know, new, new, like Piers Morgan's there. It's his son that's getting that's buying tickets to go watch. Heady and, and, and them yeah. lot at, at, at O2 whatever you mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we're thinking right like, this, this shit's really popular yeah and it's like they're sh- I think one they're shocked and, and and I know for a fact some of them probably sat down and listened to it and I know some of them like to to mock the music and they like say oh you know all they talk about is running down they're stabbing my but sometimes when you actually really listen to the lyricism mm-hmm. these these kids are really mm-hmm. poetic with really, what they're saying like the description the imagery like the vocal forget tonality about, forget everything. about forget about oh yeah i done this and i done that mm-hmm. and I did. cool i appreciate that that music is there yeah i appreciate that mm-hmm. but like like everything in the world the cream always rises to the top. Yeah. And you're getting the cream to come discuss this matters. Yeah. Why don't you not go to the hoods and talk to the man them that... You've documentaries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you, you why, know. Don't you go, why don't you go do that? Go Instead of talking to <laughs> me for B. Yeah. Multi-million. He's been a multi-millionaire for God knows how long in his life now. Mm-hmm. And ask him about it. And, if, and, I, and I rate what all the, the, mm-hmm. all the man them are saying, like the older, the older heads are like, listen, I made content that was relative to my life when I was 18 at the time. I'm now 30-something. I don't make that content no more. Give these kids a chance to get out their frustrations through this medium of music and, God willing, if they do make enough money and they get and they do move, the further away they move from that lifestyle, you will see that the content starts to change. Exactly. It's that, as simple as that. It evolves. It evolves. It evolves. It Everything evolves. It's simple as that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I just don't understand. Like, if that's, if, like, give people a chance. We've, how many chances have this, has you know, British media have gotten to get things right in terms of issues to do with race and ethnicity and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Like, how many blunders they always get wrong and all that kind of stuff, you know. But they're like, oh, we're learning, you know, we're, we're getting it right. Like, this whole big thing about even football. Yeah. It's only now that they're, they're 
no, um, um, oh, what's my man called? Is it uh, Rude 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 Hulley? I can't remember one of them, but he used to be a Chelsea manager as well. It's Rude Hulley, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he got, into, he got into oh, one of these white commentators, I can't remember his name, but um, I can't remember his name. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say a fake name, I can't remember his name. But what, is he a popular thing? Yeah, bold guy, yeah. short, he's played football, um, I think he's a bit northern. Oh, well, not, not, not sure. No, it's not um, Shira. Shira. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember his name. I really can't remember his name. He wasn't yeah. that popular. He wasn't that popular. But, yeah. but anyway, you know, Brunilla turned around and this the whole thing about race and football and like the racism and all this kind of stuff. And he turned around. He said, when you describe Lukaku, you look always describe him as a beast, as a, oh, he's such a beast. He's all this, yeah? Yeah. But you won't describe um, Harry Kane a beast, like a beast. Yeah. Oh, Harry Kane's cultured. He's got a cultured left foot. Oh, he's he's a craftsman. He's a craftsman. Yeah. He's a genius on the ball. Yeah. Lukaku's got as many goals as Harry Kane in the Premier League, but he's a beast. Yeah. He's, he's a beast. Oh, he's this that ferocious. He, and he says, <laughs> he says, have you ever thought about have you ever thought about the language you use to describe black players? He said, I'll be honest with you, I've never thought about that. I've never descri- I've actually never thought about him being like me using that kind of um, language to describe him. Yeah, to describe yeah. him. But that language is derogatory. Yeah, it's derogatory. Yeah. It's, 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 it's what? Lukaku is an intelligent footballer. Mm-hmm, he speaks mm-hmm. five different languages. Mm-hmm, like, probably he's an intelligent footballer. That's what? Just to describe him as a beast because what? He's. Takes he's away bigger, his talent, his training, his practice, he's his craft. Like, what he's actually crafted and what craft is. I think that's all know? linked, bro. I, I, honestly, like, the more I sit down and think about this shit, it's all linked. Like, and that's what I'm saying. So, we, we as a people give the UK media a chance to. Well, we're, 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 we're putting pressure on their necks as well. Like when they fuck up, we make sure we highlight that shit. But they get, get a chance. So why call every black millionaire that you you, you know to come on TV and, 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 and try to denounce them? And I'm happy that no one's doing it. No one's denouncing them. They're all saying the same stuff. Like, give them a chance. Yeah. The kids. They, this mm-hmm. is this is their only outlet they see. Schools failed them. Mm-hmm. The education systems failed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The education systems failed them. So what do you want them to do? Like, what do you want them to do? And this is a form of art. Isn't this, you know... Form of escape. It's a form a of... Release. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. release. Expression. It's an expression, mm-hmm. like. It's expression. So, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. More, me, personally, my thing is... Music is definitely a big... Yeah, it's definitely a big economic tool. It's a big economic tool. Like it's definitely something that isn't... That isn't... Um, a light that they should be saying that shit they should ban the type of music it man. don't make sense it's ridiculous man you know what America what, one of their biggest exports is music music and media, and media. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. that's their big that's mm. one of the biggest exports, exports in America I'm not surprised like honestly so why can't we give our, our, our kids an opportunity to build this like literally when you think about it grime is right now is a multi-million dollar industry mm-hmm. grime music bro you're seeing grime artists in in, in Nike ads, Adidas ads, um, promoting all sorts of stuff. Like it's a multi from every every brand here from every there. brand, bro. And it's a great marketing tool. It's a great marketing tool. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a great marketing tool. Stormzy's got God knows how many different endorsements. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, you know, the, the, the link with sports and music. Like you listen, you see Raheem Sterling and snap after a win. Listening to I don't know Dave's new track. Yeah, and yeah. And Josh has a big fight in Wembley Stadium. Come on, man! You can't, you can't. And I think that's what I think that's what I love about the culture as well. It's like, bruv, you look can say what you want, try to demonize it. Fuck you! We're doing our thing. You know, we're making our money. We're inspiring <laughs> yeah, these kids. Yeah, yeah, That's it, man. That's what we could do. One way or another. One way or another. One way or another. Get, yeah, hundred percent. By any means necessary. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my that's that's my take on that, man. That's yeah, my take on it. It's definitely, something that, yeah. 
protect music at all costs. Protect, protect it. it. Protect, protect the it. art. Protect the freedom. And that's the importance of art. You know, that's... I don't even, I don't even think we were meant to even discuss music for like the whole this, podcast. Yeah. But, but it's definitely a good take. Like, And it's something that something that I'm sure that our listeners will, will be happy that we did. And they wouldn't doubt us. But we're definitely... Di- we're definitely more diverse podcasts. Yeah, bro, 100%, <laughs> yeah. man. 100%. Uh, yeah, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I find it heavy, man. I think, I think that's that. I mean, the news made us do this. The news, you know, yeah. It's news, they, yeah. They, it's literally the news that's made us do this. You know, the news made us do this right now. Yeah. They literally to put Kato on the news to yeah. talk about knife crime when really they should be talking about... About his, his album. His about album, how he created like, a beautifully... A masterpiece. I've not heard of it yet, album. but I already know it's bro. It's, it's a masterpiece. Why are they not asking him about that? Why? And the, or, or they ask him at the end. Oh, we heard you have a new album out. Yeah, that's that's ideally why. I came After all this it. negativity, yeah. trying to add, trying to like ideally. associate the negativity with now with the album. Now with the album. Yeah, like, it don't make no sense. Like it's, it's when with everyone else that like, they do an album press a press run. Honestly. Definitely don't have to talk about knife crime. How many people do are doing a press run to promote their album? Do they get asked about knife crime? Mm-hmm. All the time. Even Boris time. Johnson's, like, Boris Johnson's affair didn't even get asked about what, re- what really mattered. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. Like, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's, it's, that's, that's what they need to focus on. Like, you, they need to, they, if anything, it's in their best interest to promote guys like Kano and stuff to the, like, the forefront of British society and British uh, uh, art exposure so that, you know, the rest of us are like, right. UK actually producing like some talented, talented guys. Some real, like, yeah. Some real guys. Kano's one of the best lyricists in the world. Mm-hmm. Facts. Definitely. One of the without best. A doubt. Without, without a doubt. A doubt. One without of the best lyricists in the world. So, you know, the way he discusses and talks about and conveys the, the London experience, bro, like, you can't get close, man. It's incredible. It's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, why they're not discussing that doesn't make any sense. Well, um, since they ain't discussing it, we are, we are you know, exactly. And this, we are, this, this, you know, this is what the forum is, is for, man. Yeah. This is what the forum's for, mm-hmm. um, you know. So this podcast is for, I know yeah. this, obviously, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, no, the yeah. news made us do this, though. Like, hundred percent, hundred percent. I felt this one, I really did. So yeah, Lex, Finn, I think this is a wrap. Yeah, the wrap, man. <laughs> yeah, the wrap. Uh, yeah, look out for the next one. Uh, We'll try not to take a long break, (laughs) but we will aim to bring it out for you soon. Thank you for listening. And yeah, man, speak soon.